Black Men Podcast. Walk with me. Let it ride. It's on. Yeah, it's on. It's on again. I'm trying to figure shit out. My life is get my life right. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of the Black Male Podcast. I'm Tall Sean TS is who I am with my brother. Trey Dot is who I am. <laughs> and um happy that y'all here. You know what I mean? Glad y'all still listening. Happy that y'all still enjoying what we do. Um, we we had our live um audio live podcast on April 24th um, at 7 p.m. for those that missed it. It was on Sunday. And um, shit, we had a good time, man. We had um, 266 comments this time. Um, We had um, had a bunch of people in there. People enjoyed it. You know, people were talking. Uh, We had some new faces. We had faces from the last one. That's the great thing about the audio live pod is that people are able to jump in and just um and just enjoy themselves, man. So everybody is in there just talking, laughing, uh, passing comments, um, responding to what we are saying, and they're coming up with topics within the chat that where we can answer and and um communicate back and forth. So you know we had a good time, man. What you thought about the um, live, bro? Um, I've loosely spoken on this before. I love the lives in general because we get direct feedback. You know, and I also enjoy the fact that a lot of women are getting over the fact of they're assuming what we're about based on the name. So as time goes by, that's being solidified that, you know, we're not here for that and we don't stand for that. So right, right. the live is like a direct indication, man, and the comments and the engagement with us and with each other within the yeah. comments is dope. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah, almost like um, acquaintances are being made within the comment uh-huh. section. We yeah. had some people that came to this one that didn't come to the last one. Right. So, and I've already had people asking me when the next one would be. So it, it yeah. I think it's a good supplement to what we're doing, you know, in addition right. to the video. It's slow, like I told um, one of the listeners, man, I think he's overseas, but he hits me on Instagram all the time. I told him, I said, look, I appreciate all your comments, man. And you know, when you're organically trying to build your foundation, it takes longer. It's like a slow summer. Yeah, that's true. And I say it all the time, and I don't think everybody listens, man. The comments and suggestions go a long way because it's being organically done. So we're doing this from the grassroots. We're doing this from the home. Right. We're doing this, we're doing this straight out of bed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know this may not seem like a lot, but like I said, we had 266 um, total comments. We had um, total live listeners. Um, total live listeners was 38 total live listeners. And then also 38 likes of the actual show where they hit the like button. Because we have a like button, you can hit the like button and stuff like that of the show. So 
and it's only one day so we don't we don't air it any other day after that it's that one day and that day is over we don't that's it so well i, I look at it like this too we could have done a live podcast let's say at a coffee shop yeah a coffee shop holds what 50 75 people yeah yeah we would have put 38 people in there with the <clears throat> camera equipment yeah we got a nice crowd full house yeah that's, that's how I look at it. We had our own little coffee shop. Yeah. Open dialogue session. And everybody left satisfied. Satisfied. Yep. You know what I'm saying? We had some we had some laughs. We had some goofy shit. We had some good topics. We had some serious topics. You know? Mm-hmm. It's enjoyable. No, I totally agree. No, yeah, I think everything I think everything gets better as it goes on. I think it's a little elevation. And for me, man, I love them numbers, man. For me, as a numbers guy. And a relatively new podcast to have 38 people take the time out of their Sunday at that, their Sunday, to sit down at their phones or at their computer and interact with us and listen to us live is that means a lot. You know what I'm saying? You know, down the line, we, we put up merch. Those 38 people spend $20 on, on a hoodie, 15 on a shirt, 10 on a hat. You know what I mean? That keeps us going, you know what I mean? As we, as we progress and try to figure out, especially during live. Granted, we have more people than that that listen to our pods and a longer duration, but, um, but a live, like to take a time out of that Sunday, I, I appreciate that, man. I appreciate that a lot. Yeah, there was um shit. You probably had matter of fact, there was one directly that was listening while she was driving, so she couldn't yep. comment. Yep. Like, yeah, we have probably a few of those. You know what I mean? Yeah, so I mean yep. that's hard. Yeah, that's hard. Like she, for them to jump in the chat and say, Hey, I would love to comment, but I'm driving. And she's literally with her grand at that time, this woman was with her grandkids coming from the beach. Hey, we got a family show. In California. We got a, we got a family <laughs> show, man. So, you know, we we on the East Coast. Yeah. So we already, what, three hours behind? They already, three we three hours ahead of them? Three hours ahead of them, yeah. So, so they, like she, four, she right. was at like prime time, four o'clock. Prime, prime, prime time, yeah. That's prime time life hours. And yeah. she was tapped in. So I respect that. I respect that to the fullest, man. Yo, we doing what we do, man. I think as we progress this shit, man, it's going it's going to continue to get continue to get better and better and better, man. It's going to continue to get better and better. As a numbers guy, I love the numbers. We looking we looking groovy out here. We looking groovy. So, but how are you doing, bro? How's everything? Good, man. Got a rough Last two days at work, man. You know, we had guests in the building, so everything had to be perfect. So you end up doing double work while people are watching kind of shit. You know what I'm saying? Remember those days. You gotta take gotta take real breaks now. I can't go to my car and do what I do. You know? mm-hmm. Gotta report. Yeah. <laughs> and be accessible in case needed, type shit. Yeah. Just for these, just for these two days. Just for these two days. I need you just for these two days. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was it wasn't bad though. It was yesterday in the day. 
You know what I mean? More so, it's a mental thing because you're out of your normal and you're thinking you might miss something. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? Because those that's when I really check my phone, my break. But now I got a I got a signal in a certain area. So I have my phone posted up in a certain position where I got a signal so I can at least see my messages in case something pop off or whatever. Yeah. But I got my phone like set at an angle. Right. <laughs> so I can, <laughs> so I can so see the score again. Yeah, right. I mean, it's NBA playoffs, man. I'm missing shit, man. Yeah, the game, yo. John Morant. The boy difference, huh? John Morant. The only thing John don't have is he got to get a consistent jumper, but that's going to come with time. Not you, necessarily. You can tell I mean, he worked on his game. Now nah, it'll come with time because it has to. You slow no, down. You slow down. Your body slows down. You Eventually, you're going to have to create a jumper. Bro, Jason Kidd couldn't make an open jump shot until his 10th year in the league. And he, he created a jumper. So when you say eventually, you mean like when he gets eventually, old? Yeah, yeah. Eventually, you're going to have to create a jumper. Okay. Yeah, eventually you're gonna have to. I didn't say no. To be I, I was just, I was just asking, what is your eventually right. intent? Yeah, it don't have to be tomorrow, but eventually you're gonna have to get one. Okay. You're have to get one because you're gonna get slower. You don't get faster. <laughs> you don't get faster. All that running around, people and jumping the way he jumped, how he dunked on that boy. He gave that boy a power dunk in that boy career almost. I still think what what can escalate him to greatness would be what he does between the three-point line and dunking on people. What's that? Sometimes, every once in a while, he's gonna have to stop to make a basket. Yeah, yeah, he does that from time to time. Cause he's only 150 pounds. That's it. That's the littlest nigga I've seen in my life. AI. I'm, exa- I'm exaggerating AI. who I'm saying. AI, Alain was small as hell too, bro. AI was shorter. Yeah, and small. Yeah, I mean, I'm saying he was John. John John Morant, what six two? They be lying, but yeah, they say like six two. Yeah, I'm talking John. John probably about six two. He no, John. John's taller. I was, I was almost damn near like five eleven. Yeah, they remember they had AI listed at six foot. Like ain't no goddamn way. Nah, cause you remember in college AI was dunking on people. He was giving people a bit. He did it a few times in the league, but then when you realize them cats is bigger, faster. Too much energy, man. I think it was shooting 40 times a game. And it was bigger, stronger, and faster. You ain't about to get up there like you was doing that on um, Georgetown. <laughs> Shoot. That's why I'm shocked Ja able to get, get off what he get off. Come on, Ja's 16, bro. He's still. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I wanna say he does it three mm-hmm. years from now. You gotta remember when Russell Westbrook first came in the league, he damn near dunked everything. Yeah, I mean, he was dunking up until what? <laughs> This year, <laughs> this year, he was missing no, I would say, everything. Uh, no, I say like two years ago, he, it, it, it fell off a little bit. This year, it really tailed off though. This year, he was like, he wasn't even getting over the rim sometimes. We're gonna see how we're gonna see how Russ. I got a feeling Russ gonna change his his, his game. It's gonna be different. It's not gonna change his game. He's gonna go on a bum ass team and he's gonna take them to the playoffs by himself and lose the first round. And we're gonna all so, say, if he go to the Hornets, if he go to the Hornets, that's a bum ass team. That's what it's like he going. The Hornets is a bum-ass organization. Okay, because they're not a bum-ass team. I hate that they fired that coach. You had that's called them a bum-ass team before, and I try to tell you they have a couple pieces there. That was like last season, man. No, you said it this year. On one of those days, you was just talking shit for no reason. Yeah, I wasn't listening. 
And I brushed you off. Because I was like, yeah, he's just trolling. I'm not falling for it this time. <laughs> so why are we regurgitating my bullshit? Like, what are we doing? <laughs> That's what we doing. We regurgitate. <laughs> I got it. We regurgitating. That's what we doing here. Regurgitate my bullshit, man. Let's regurgitate a little bit. <laughs> But if he goes to the Hornets, I mean, why even put him in the backcourt with LaMelo Ball? Unless you know LaMelo's leaving. What? LaMelo ain't going to They going to try to lock him down forever, son. LaMelo is not playing off the ball, man. Nah, he going to have to have the ball. Russ off the ball is horrible. He's proven that, man. I mean, stop trying to recreate this nigga. I'm trying to help grow out. Listen, the Hornets really start two point guards together and they play okay together. Yeah. Because Rosier ain't really tripping. Mm -mm. A lot of people forgot he was over there. Like, he's not tripping. LaMelo has the ball. He ain't got They're no choice point without guards. the trip. Terry Rosier got the biggest contract that he's ever going to get. And he ain't getting no more of them. Bro, he still got a choice. Some brothers don't know how to humble themselves. Rosier's like, fuck it. These niggas is paying me. Yeah. You want to play with the ball? I'm all right. He's doing what a man should do. Yeah. But you put Russ over there, Russ gonna be six men. That's gonna be detrimental. I tell Russ, like, look, Russ, we ain't going to playoffs. I want you to be six men. When you come in the game, you do what the fuck you want to do, nigga. Just run around. <laughs> we ain't going to the playoffs. No, just fake him out, man. Just uh, tell him that <laughs> shit. And you tell him that shit, and Russ would be like, yeah, yes, we are, because he's that kind of guy. Yes, we are. We're going to the playoffs. Well, I want you to be the six man, and you come in the game, you run shit. That nigga is not gonna be the six man. I gotta stop saying that word, bro. Trying what? not to say that word, the N word. Man, I'm trying to police myself, man. Clean up my vocabulary attack. Man, you call me nigga 10 times a day, man. Get out of here. <laughs> That's why I said I'm trying to fix it, man. <laughs> so I call him that 10 times a day. God damn. <laughs> you full of shit, man. So I'm trying to fix it, trying to police or, myself. Or you hit me with the ninja word. Yeah, ninja. I say ninja. Yo, yeah. Yo, I say ninja. Trying to stop it. That trying to curve it and then eventually cut it. My thing is, I can't think of another word that fit. I'm saying, what if I'm a martial arts guy and I'm not a ninja? I'm offended you call me a ninja. You disrespecting my craft. Nigga, shut the fuck up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We gotta, we gotta get the, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta get the we gotta get the nigga job. Cause you bought some bullshit. <laughs> Put a dollar in the nigga job. Yeah, you right, you right, you right. Cause she's the least. She said, bro, let's see, let's I'm, I'm like this, bro. Uh huh. The, the word don't, but only, only time I'm really careful with that word is like at work. Cause I don't want to be really saying it around a lot of people. Cause I don't know who's around and around my parents. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no. Besides that, bro, the word don't mean shit to me, man. Like, I mean, the only I mean, reason why, only reason why I get mad when other races call me that because of the anger that's on their face when they say it. Yeah. Cause you mad at something, and I don't want to help you fix that anger you got. Mm-hmm. I think you need some medicinal therapy. <laughs> a bop on the top of the fucking head. <laughs> oh, man, these, these hooks, uppercuts, and body blows might get you right. <laughs> yo, I was telling the wife, I said, yo, I don't want to get into a fight, 
But if I get into a fight, next fight I get into, I'm gonna kick the motherfucking legs from up under them. Son, I saw this clip of this nigga <laughs> kicking somebody in the calf muscle. That ended the whole fight. <laughs> Yo, I was like, what? <laughs> what? That's that's the move? Kick him in the calf muscle? I'm Yo, with it. I'm with it, bro. I'm telling you, fam. I don't want to get into a fight, but if I do, I'm kicking a motherfucker feet from under them, sir. Son, you 6'6". Six, six. You imagine what's going to happen if somebody just kicks you in your calf muscle and you ain't ready? Oh, it's a wrap. <laughs> your big ass going to fall. Pow! I ain't about to fall. I'm going to limp away. Hell of fast. You, you ain't I'm got a, no choice. I'm going to limp away hell of fast. <laughs> if somebody kicks you hard in your calf muscle, you're going to fall because your <laughs> leg ain't ready for that shit. Nah, it ain't, it ain't ready for that. First of all, you're gonna be mad because that nigga did that bullshit. He wasn't ready. I'm gonna shoot his ass. I'm gonna be like gonna everybody shoot. else. You know how they motherfuckers just say, fuck it, I ain't fight, they gonna shoot. All the glad as I fall. Bow, bow, bow. And I'm gonna say this. Perpetuating the nigga violence. <laughs> we 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 podcast talking shit, but in real life, if somebody tell you they're gonna shoot your ass, yeah, please take that shit seriously. Yeah, take that shit serious all day. Don't don't do that old school shit. You ain't gonna do nothing. That was nah. back in the days. You nah. ain't gonna do nothing. Shoot me there. Shoot me there. I'm not saying that. No, never in life. You scared. You ain't mad enough to pull that trigger. Yeah, I nah. ain't saying nothing. Nah. Run for the hills, my brother. <laughs> shit. If you don't run, you better better walk swiftly. Yep. You got this one. <laughs> yeah, you you got the next one because I ain't coming back. Yep, facts, facts. Nah, I don't play that, man. I don't put myself. We too grown for that, bro. I don't put myself in no position where I gotta I gotta ever use my weapon. I don't think or, nobody can make me that bad, bro. Or somebody want to use their weapon on me. Me neither. Me neither. I'm, nah. Unless unless it's a situation where I have to, you know, protect my family, and that's, that's more so of yeah. that's more so survival mode. Yeah, exactly. Hell, because you think about any time we've been somewhere, if shit get funny, we just gonna leave. We just leave, yeah. All right, man. Shit look a little spooky. Let's, let's yeah, yeah. <laughs> too many angry, too many angry faces in the building. Yep. Like last, day, like when we went to hear the music, man, listen to you know, watch some of the playoffs, man. It wasn't nothing but happy faces in the building. That was a good vibe, bro. Good, good vibe. Man, good vibe. can't beat it. And them edibles was crazy. I meant to ask you that. Crazy. I'm about to go cop me some more. So <laughs> I'm about to get bro up. <laughs> how, how was the lemonade though? I haven't tasted that yet. Oh, you just had the brownie? Yeah, I just had the brownie. At first you said the brownie was small. It did, but just one square, just one little square. That's what he told us. He said he learned from the master. Yeah, yeah everything is evenly everything is evenly distributed. So if everything's one, so you had three squares then. Yeah. So I, had one square. Is, I had a square. My significant other had a square. And then I had the second square another day. So that means it was three servants. Yeah. <clears throat> that's, that's all right. That's dope. Yeah, it was worth it, son. I might it try it out. It was just a square, but them shit was potent. So you need. I'm gonna try it out. Yeah, it was definitely potent. Had me high as hell sitting on the back porch. Support, support <laughs> the black, um, support black business. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't tried the lemonade yet, but I it says three. It says three servings though. Of what? 
It says bourbon for his brownies, three servings. Yeah, so I mean, it's, it's three squares, it's three servings. It's definitely, so he, it, it's definitely evenly distributed. So he's trying to tell you, bro, just three, don't eat all three. Eat all of us, right. Cause yo, the wife saw it, she was like, oh, you about to eat, you, did you get me a pack? Cause you want to sit down and eat all three of these. I said, no, I'm not. I'm gonna eat, eat you a pack. Right, I'm like, I'm gonna eat one square. That's what she did the last time, she had the gummies. Ate fucking four gummies. <laughs> High as all, hell, bro. I don't nah, do that. Nah, what probably happened is what the bartender told us. The first three gummies was probably trash. All the stuff was in that fourth gummy. <laughs> everything was in that fourth gummy. <laughs> and everything in them first three came up. <laughs> came up with the fourth gummy. <laughs> all right. I had one. No, I had two. And I was gone. She had four. And I was like, you know, it was yeah, only, you know, it was only six in the bag. It was two yeah. for you. It was three for you, three for me. And we wasn't supposed to eat all of these. I told that's her, a I bad thing. That's a bad thing about gummies, though. But nobody eats one gummy. So, I mean, gummies don't really work for a lot of people because of that. You're not going to eat just one gummy. Her ass was so hot. Two was enough. I think two was enough. Her ass was so high, dog. I had to go. I went to sleep on her ass. She was up talking, doing the most. I'm like, oh, I'm out. Yeah, you about to talk to your damn self. Damn self. <laughs> I had my radio show and shit. I'm like, I'm out, fam. Enjoy. Enjoy. Good night. <laughs> shit. You just be high so low. But yo, what's man. You, what, you, what you got in the files? Um, I got this one thing in the files. And then um, and then and then I want to talk about this one thing too. So hold up. Yeah, let me see. Yeah, see what you got. See what you got. I, got I think you. I think you like this. <clears throat> Let's see. Let's share my screenage. I mean, Panda Bear season for the summer. Oh, yo, you saw it. It's Panda Bear season out there. So all over the place. Panda Bear season has returned. Right, can you see it? Yeah. If you've gone ten years as an adult without nutting and you're faking, mm -hmm. you're telling, you're basically telling me that I'm doing I'm a good job. Right. If you're faking, how am I supposed to know that you're faking? So whose fault is it really? Mm -hmm. Talk to him. Is it the woman who isn't expressing her needs, who isn't teaching, who is giving false flags, or is it the man who isn't going above and beyond to ensure that she's good. You can put a little blame on both sides. I knew you was going to say this. If you, but however, if you and had to blame uh, one yeah. more than the other, I would blame the woman here because she lied about it. You know what I mean? She faked it, I should say. So like you said, she's, she's giving him the false, you know, experience that he's doing the right thing. So he don't know no better. He's going to keep doing what he thinks is working, right? If it's working, why am I going to try something different? Yo, if you're going to be a panda bear, stand tall on your panderisms, bro. Don't change it at the end. <laughs> nah, nah. Go ahead, panda bear, son. Do your thing, man. Stand tall with your bullshit. Yeah, I, ain't feel, I ain't feeling shit, man. I ain't feeling shit. Man. Yo, I like how my man was like, I knew he was going to say that shit. Then he tried to change it up. <laughs> right. Because he knew, he, knew, he knew his man was going to eat his ass up. Yeah. <laughs> Son, we talked about this in the car. Why are you on the camera wilding? <laughs> you know we rolled over here together. Yeah, he thought about it. He was like, well, well, come on, man. 
my man is a thousand percent right, son. I'm glad somebody talked about that. That's all right. Ten years? Ten years. You're going to say you didn't orgasm in ten years. First of all, you lying. Anyway. And, but if you ain't lying, that's your fucking fault. Because if I'm someone that you love and that you care about and I'm doing all that I can, or if I'm coming up short in an area where maybe I'm not sticking in this one place or maybe I'm not, <clears throat> maybe something, you say something. We communicate that. You know what I'm saying? Don't be over here making all this goddamn noise and I ain't doing that. 10 years? My problem with that is I don't care if it's 10 months. A lot of women will lay there and demand to be pleasured. Yep. While they give you nothing. Nothing. And then it's <laughs> your fault. Yep. Like you're in charge of getting them there. You're in charge of making them feel beautiful. You're in charge of keeping their self-esteem above water. Yeah, I hate that shit. All of that shit. Why? Yeah, I hate that shit. Why? So I'm in charge of pleasuring you not knowing anything. Not knowing if this feels good or that feels good. All women are different. What feels good with this woman, this next woman might be like, I don't like that. Yeah. Or vice versa. A woman will tell you in a minute, I ain't never had no complaints. Well, I met you, you was by your damn self. <laughs> so ain't nobody that excited about it the way they stay. Or, right, right. Or you weren't listening to none of the complaints. Most might, men don't complain. Most, it might've might been I'm a not shit say more. I'm not gonna say more. I'm trying, not to use the word more. I'm, trying not to use, I'm trying to use the word most anymore. Right. A lot of men will not complain. They'll go get some side pussy before they tell their girl the shit trying. Yeah. And what's right or wrong, I don't care about right now. That's not what I'm talking about. Right. A lot of men stay married for years and just get a side chick because the sex at home ain't what they want. Yeah. And then some men ain't never satisfied. You just like fucking. Yeah. Everybody yeah. don't grow out of that phase. <clears throat> Sometimes you got a you got a, a nice strong libido. You just like the, you enjoy sex. You know what I mean? Sexually. I think both genders could do a better job communicating. My yeah. thing is this: I know me. I'm a, I'm a, um, I'm a communicator, especially in bed. I'm. You like son? You know, if you a, love, I'm making sure if if your body reacts to certain things that I'm doing in a positive manner, I try to stick with that. If it doesn't react in a certain way, then I won't do that again. And I'm asking you. You know, you comfortable, you good. This I mean, I try to make sure I'm a pleaser. I try to make sure you're comfortable and don't have me thinking your ass is nothing and your ass ain't nothing. As a man, you should be able to feel for 10 years, you should be able to feel if your woman is orgasming or not. You good? You good? You know what I'm saying? Am I right or wrong? You do you, you not do you not understand if your wife, your lady is orgasming or not? I'm saying that's a part <laughs> of self-care. That's part of self-care to me. Right. You know what I mean? If you haven't waxed sex with your lady, you're just driving yourself crazy. Facts. For no reason. <laughs> you know what I mean? For no reason. <laughs> and I don't understand why people don't put the effort into enjoying this sexual experience. You should be oh. wanting to pleasure each other. Right. Maybe there are a few things that you're not into that you don't want to be a part of. But that's part of both of you to be creative enough to find what works. I agree. 
And a lot of times your partner likes some things that you didn't think they liked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 10 years, no orgasm, that's on you, yo. Yeah, I'm, I don't disagree. That's that's definitely on, on her. That's on you. Definitely on her. That's on you. And all these men complaining about their woman not satisfying them. A lot of times it's on them too. Because that woman thinks she's giving it to you like you want it. Yeah. And if you wait till a couple years to complain about something, she ain't listening to you, bro. You almost waited too long. Yeah, yeah. You almost got, you have a statute of limitations on how to complain to a woman sexually, bro. You better let her know. Oh, you got a statute of limitation? Hell yeah, man. But you gonna wait two years and say you don't like how she give head? She gonna be like, you ain't been complaining? Where you been to learn something different? Oh yeah, yeah. Women, women will hit you with that where you been at. Yeah, where you been? I've been in this whack ass bed with your ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's alimony and child support right there. <laughs> Yo, but that's whack though too, man. We're what? not allowed to really express how we feel if we're not enjoying something. I think they, that goes both ways. Can. I'm gonna tell you, listen, I'm gonna tell you why I think it goes both ways. We, I think we're better now in this era of men, but we are some of the worst communicating people when it comes to women ever. Most All of right. us, most of us don't talk to women. Either we're arguing with them or we some bitches. It's one or the other. It's not really a regular conversation. So if you really sit a woman down and you say to her, um, you know, sexually, man, I think we need to step the game up a little bit. Man. I like more interaction. I like more eye contact. I like for you to talk to me more and tell me what's going on. What? To say good enough for you? I ain't never had no place before. You trying to talk to her. She won't fight. Right, right. She never had nobody talk to her before. Now, some women will appreciate it. Be like, damn, I've never had anybody talk to me about that before. That's right, right. I kind of like that. Yeah, right, I kind of right. like that. Well, right. you know what? I wish I'd like for you to do this a little bit more. And then you sit there, like, okay, now we engaged. Okay, now we engaged. Like, yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. Then you'd be like, well, you know, I got a couple hours before I gotta go to work. I, I can't call in now. <laughs> right. We can we can go ahead and get this, get this. <laughs> yeah, we can, we can try this. We can try this out right now. I can go late. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let me know what we doing. I got, I got, I got to make this call though. Let me know what's good. Uh, yeah, no, that's real. That's no, that's real. I'm always with that. I'm like, hey, because if you're with the right person, that conversation will be excited. I agree. You know what I mean? It's elevation, and that conversation I think should be on a regular because things change. You know what I mean? Your lady might want to try something new. You might want to try something new. You might right. want to stop doing a certain thing because as you get older, sometimes your body works a little different. It does. You're right. You know what I mean? Sometimes that leg don't go as high as it used to go. Right. <laughs> Sometimes we get that hamstring cramp. You know, so, you know. Yeah. No, you're right. You're but right. but that whole Envy book with Envy and his wife or whatever, when they had their conversations and she's like, I mean, she's just, I don't know. When she talks with him around, he just looks like he's being abused because she just says all kind of shit. <laughs> he's just sitting there like, oh, my goodness, man. You know what? Cause he fucked up when he was fucking Erica Mina ass and all that shit came out. No, I mean, yeah. So now he just feels like, okay, she's gonna talk shit about me. I'm gonna take it. Like, and they podcast. I know this might seem some hate, but they podcast black too. I don't have nothing for that. Cause you know that shit whack. No, I don't, I'm not. I haven't listened and I won't. I have no desire to. Why do I care? <laughs> As someone that has a relationship pod, relationship based podcast, 
Son, listen. That shit is trash, son. Listen, I, I, you got your plug off, but listen, <clears> what I'm saying. One, I don't want to hear nothing about this relationship when this dude had the public infidelity shit. I don't want to hear what he got to say right now because he also had something where he said something they were talking about how he enjoys a finger in his butt or some shit. Whoa. I don't want to hear nothing whoa. they're talking about. Whoa, 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 whoa. They said on the breakfast club. I don't really listen to that show no more. This was a long time ago they brought her <laughs> on the breakfast club. Then they were posting pictures of her, um, her fingers or whatever. And they were clowning them because she got big hands and some shit. I don't want to hear no relationship podcast y'all got, man. Because of those two things? That's not the model, son. I don't have nothing in common with them people. <laughs> because because they're um because he had infidelities, which most do in real life, and he like a little finger up his ass, which quite a few guys may no, relate to. The way all that was handled, that's not my kind of guy. Me and him will never be sitting there watching the game. That's what not if, my guy. What if he like her to go and knuckle first and then open her friend? If that's what he enjoys, <laughs> that's fine. He could put a, he could he could put a squirrel up his ass if that's what he like, bro. God I ain't gonna do it. That damn, sir. God damn. You have a right to like whatever you like in your household, but if you and your wife are doing that, I would hope your wife would be wanting to tell people. Yo, they said his wife said that she, that she um she faked her orgasm with him at first, the first couple of years. Of no, but I'm saying that instigated podcast to bring up that topic. That's what I'm saying. <clears throat> That's why I brought him up. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, no different from when we hear shit, we discuss it and dig into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, something like that. But then after that, <clears throat> they broke out. Now people, and without even knowing it, like you're helping them bring people to their book when you talk about that topic. Yeah. I hope not, but if I am, you know, good read. Hope no, I'm, good I'm, read. I'm, I'm talking about their podcast because they talked about it directly. We're like indirectly talking about it. But, and it becomes a trend because people don't try to look for topics that other people don't dig into too deep. They'll wait for 100 people to dig into it, then they just, okay, we're going to be 101. Yeah, that's the one thing I like that we don't do that. We no, I'd like to get. I like. I'd rather get it fresh. Yeah, try to get it fresh anyway. Fresh yeah. to us anyway. If, if it's out too long, we just move on. But yo, I want to talk about. Let's skip. I want to go back to sports for a few minutes, but in a different way. I love everything that Deion Sanders is doing at Jackson State. Oh, everything. I love everything that he's doing, and I hope and pray he never takes a. He doesn't take an NFL job for the, at least ten years. And he damn sure ten years, and he damn sure don't go to another college. Yeah, another college. Ten years? Yeah, ten years. I don't think he's going nowhere. I would say five. I hope ten. I say five because he can do a lot in five years the way he's going. I hear you, but I think ten years you can truly see an impact of what he created with Jackson State because of him. Why a lot of these ex NFL players that want to go be coaches even decided to go be at an HBCU. You don't see an impact now? Yeah, 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 of course. See an impact now. But I want to see a winning impact. I'm not saying that his teams aren't winning, but I would I like to see them win a um win a, a chip in in you know um um HBCU chip, you know what I'm saying, in that division. I would like to see a chip in that division. I like to see a bowl win, a couple of bowl wins, you know what I'm saying? You don't, you don't, they, you don't see him getting that in five years? Yeah, yeah, but I want to see like uh, I want I want a 
me personally, I just want a longer track record of it. You You're know a what selfish because fan. no, it's not that. It's because the help it would do for HBCUs. Period. Five years is just a, it, to me is a small sample size. Ten years is a longer sample size if you're trying to impact HBCUs for the long run. I get it. Let's but the, stri the strides he's made in that little bit of time has been more than anybody's done. Facts. It's been amazing. Nobody had any idea I'm not going to have that kind of impact. You know what I'm saying? And, and I'm not knocking and, the 10 years. I'm not, not, I'm not knocking the, the money. Years. And he's getting yeah, the money not, yeah. to build up their facilities. That's what I'm saying. Like, And I love that. So he's giving them the blueprint. You got Eddie George over um, over there doing some things at, at um, damn it, what school Eddie George is at, man. That's Tennessee State, ain't it? Tennessee, yep. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? You got Eddie, Eddie George at Tennessee State. He's helping change what's going on over there. I got to give it to Barstool Sports for even wanting to be a part of it because they also broadcast on their, you know, their podcast network and a sports you know, TV network. <clears throat> so they're broadcasting the games. They're doing different shit on the internet with them, which also has helped bringing money to the or to the um to the um school yeah. to help boost up their. You know, look, dog. They just built a whole new facilities for them. Like that shit looked yeah. like it looked like a a major university shit. You know, well, as I love, someone that I played in college, I played in college and been to a. You know, at Florida State, looking at our facilities as a gym and workout and stuff like that, and then heading over to FAMU just to hang with the, the guys, and then going inside their basketball facilities, and it just wasn't the same. You know what I'm saying? It just wasn't yeah, yeah, the yeah. same. <clears throat> so to see he's getting that for Jackson State means Eddie George is going to do that for Tennessee. That means um, Herm Edwards can improve what he's doing over there where he's at. You got um, Hugh over there where he's at and proving what he's doing. Like, I love that, man. Well, how I look at it is, you know, it's really deeper than sports, man. It's like- yeah, it is, it's definitely. Instead of crying about getting all these NFL coaching jobs, man, let's just make all these HBCUs competitive. See, and that's why I say 10 years. I didn't want to say that, but thank you. That's why I'm saying 10 years. Don't go didn't to the NFL yet. Didn't want, want to say what? Because I, I was trying to keep the keep the keep the what the you know how we do. I ain't want to get racy because I can get racy off that. <sighs> we are the black male podcast, and TS is going through a situation right now that I really, really don't understand. But we'll be back <laughs> to you talking the way we talk, the way we talk, and how we talk in about sixty seconds. <laughs> but you're right, bro. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's just the revolutionary way to do it. Yeah. And, and it's feasible. Like, starting a whole nother NFL mm -hmm. league isn't feasible. No, just, I, don't understand, I don't understand that. I don't understand but no, that was, just, that's, that was just, just some dumb shit. Not thought out. This is thought out. Mm -hmm. We want to coach. We have knowledge we can give these people. They don't want to let us do it on a professional level. Let's train these young guys to be pros. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Let's help these guys develop generational wealth and put them in position to take care of their families, even if they don't go to, NFL, to the NFL. These yep. guys, are they're turning these people into scholar athletes where they're getting trained to have career. What, what If you want to play football, what better mentor than a Herm Edwards that coached in the, in the NFL? Yep, you're right. Than an Eddie George that played in the NFL. Yep. Or Deion Sanders, Sanders that lived every kind of lifestyle you can imagine. 
So bro. whatever problem you're going through, do y'all know what the hell going on? Facts. You're talking about ear to the streets. Facts. And that's your coach. And he's going to coach you hard. He's going to coach you hard, boy. He coaches them boys hard. Bro, he don't play no games. Man, shit. He made me want to go back and play football. Bro, you talking, yo. <laughs> I'm, about, I'm about to shave my whole face and lie. I'm 22. Yo, fam, <laughs> I, I follow Deion Sanders now on Instagram because of this shit. What he's I follow doing him. At, I'm not going to lie. What he's I, doing at I, Jackson I, State. I love <laughs> the fact that he's so engaged, man. His, he's engaged. And no, his he's gonna his kids go there now. His daughter just signed with Jackson State to play basketball. His daughter, his daughter was a a high uh, a recruit. Like people were really recruiting her at major university. So like, now I'm going to I'm with the fam on Jackson State. Yeah, her situation a little different, but she's going to inspire other people to come. Most right, definitely. right. But I, I, I like that though. Me too. I like that though. As a high recruit already, even though your dad is Deion Sanders, but as a high recruit, you could go anywhere. I'm saying though. Me and my son talked about it before. We was like, yo, what if three high-level recruits just go to Howard? Yeah. Or go to Hampton or go to Jackson State. Yeah. Hell, Dion, Dion daughter could be like, shit, I'm already rich. Yeah. I don't need y'all, I don't need y'all big school. And you see, you see Dion, they got that that one high-ranking kid that everybody kept talking about. They was like, I can't believe Dion pulled that that kid because he was supposed to go to Why? Florida. And he Why? pulled him. Yo, that boy, dog, they had their spring game. I didn't realize that boy played on both sides of the field, son. He's a wide Bruh. receiver and a safety. And I'm not a safety, a corner. Yeah, Dion gonna figure out something. He's gonna change that shit up. Bro. But um, the thing is though, if you're if you're going into college, Deion Sanders comes into your household with that energy. Yeah. And talks and talks to your mother. Mm-hmm. It's over. It's over. Cause all your mother wants you to do is be <clears throat> taken care of. Yep. He looks out for them boys, man. And they got that new NIL shit, bro. NIL, and yeah, these kids man, you get make paid now. You man. make you make you making six figures playing for Jackson State, and you eighteen years old. You ain't got to rush to the NFL, even though you got to wait three years. Within yeah, that three think, years, I, within that three years, I can still take care of mom while I'm still at school. Mom is good, yeah. pops is good. I know, you know, they they still working, but they ain't got to work hard. I'm bringing home. I'm bringing on three hundred thousand. I can send a hundred thousand to mom. You know, I, I think that that's helping the football players way more than any other sport. Hell yeah! Because basketball, them niggas ain't staying anyway. Nigga, one and done. I'm out yeah, of here. Basketball, basketball. About to go pick this M. But these. Kids but if you're a marginal, if you're a marginal NBA, I mean, if you're a marginal college athlete, then this is dope. Yeah, yeah. Because you get you get a couple dollars, you can get you can get a hundred thousand, and still. Try to improve your game so man, you can make it to the league. I'll, listen, I'm taking sponsorships from everybody, man. I don't even care. I'll be at Bojangles getting some joints. I don't even eat, I don't even eat meat, son. Yo, I ain't gonna even hold you. I wish they had this shit when I was coming up, bro. Cause I took, I took booster money. I know I did. I ain't gonna even lie like I didn't. I did. I watched, I watched the booster's car. He gave me five hundred dollars. I mean, I used to take out a, a, this booster, his mom's trash. I used to go to her house once a week, make sure her trash is at the curb, take out the trash in the house. $300. But they're not look, $300. They're not, look, they're not coming to get you for $500. These niggas just getting, two, 
These dudes was getting two hundred thousand. They was getting new houses. I know, I know. Shit, a mom, dude, a dude mom, offered to move me to another. I was planning to go to another school. A dude offered to, to buy my mother a house and say that we are renting it. Um, and help her get another job in the area if I came to that school. Well, it just shows you how easy it is for them to do that. Yeah, and that was high school. Bro, the worst the worst player on the bench, the family is in a better situation. When they get recruited, they don't know you're going to be trash or you ain't going to get no player job. They just bring you in. They have, they got houses just sitting there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? All the Duke players were getting forwards at one time. Yeah. Brand new joints. Just for playing. I mean. The, kid, the kids should, though. You should be able to make money. The, the, the um, NCAA have been making money off of your name and your likeness for years. Remember I don't care. They, I don't care. They had, they, I mean, they should make money. I mean, if you get in a car, cool. I don't care. People walking around, man, what you for? And people say this, you getting a free education. I'm sorry, bro. Whoever says that, fam, you don't have time for class. You got morning workouts, morning, morning um, run through, film work, afternoon nutrition, workout. Maybe you get with your tutor. That, but who um, says that? But who, said, who says that though? I'm saying that because me and my father used to get this argument. Now he sees it. Who usually says that? People that's already well off. That good point. That mm-hmm. and people that are not and, playing sports and people that's not playing sports and people of our persuasion that sit there and watch ESPN and listen to these people tell us this bullshit. Yep. Yep. Free education. What do you mean? I'm going. I'm going to free education. Y'all making <laughs> millions of dollars, and then if I don't go pro. I got a degree in basket weaving. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I took I took my ass to class, man. So back in the, nowadays it's a little better, but back in the <clears throat> days, people had majors that made no sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause they used to show, I don't know if you remember, but they used to show um name, height, weight, hometown, and major. Yeah. When you go to the free throw line. Yep. And those majors used to be atrocious. Yeah, that's why they got rid of that shit. That shit looks look stupid, sir. Oh man, <laughs> major than fucking hand puppets. <laughs> you got somebody, somebody's a uh, call of dutyologist or some shit. <laughs> you know, you stupid, sir. Fucking Fortnite therapist. <laughs> There's a couple of them out there, sir. There's a couple of them out there. In my house, there's at least two Fortnite therapists in my house. So, like, like even with the, um, like, me and my father used to have this discussion also, which is deeper than sports. We would talk about um, people coming to the NBA early. And, um, you know, mm-hmm. they need to go to school for a few years. I'm like, you're not benefiting anything forcing this kid to go to school for two, three years. All you're doing is making them make more money. Yep, exactly. You know what I'm saying? You could always go back and go to school. And your scholarship don't have an expiration date, so they can go back. You know what I'm saying? So a person, it's no different from a person getting a job to take care of his family, because that's what you're really doing. They act like these dudes that maybe didn't make an NBA roster or got hurt are struggling now. If they're struggling, it's not because they didn't finish school. Nope. It's not. It's not. 
a lot of these guys that didn't make it in the league, they're doing very well because that rookie contract can really set you up for life. You can. If handled properly. Yeah, if handled properly. If you at a certain level in the lottery pick, honestly, especially in the NBA, if one through one through, I think the, the first round of the draft goes to what? 20? Nah, first round is like 28 now. It's been expanded oh, it's back in the days. The lottery, the lottery, the lottery now. <laughs> Been expanded. I think the lottery is now you, six, 16 or 12, 12 or 16. 12 or 16. That's what I thought. Yeah. So if you, yeah. in the first round, one through 12, you changing your whole family life one through 12. Automatically. Instantly with that one fucking contract. Even though it's a cap on what they can pay you on that contract, it still sets your family up for life for at least the first three years. The first three mm-hmm. years, your rookie, your rookie contract, that three years with that fourth year option, will set your family up for life. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So why so, would you? Why would you not take your ass in the league? Yo, they tell me, yo, they tell if they would have told me coming up, yo, Sean. Um, and that was I came up in the day when you didn't have to go to the um. To the league. I mean, you don't have to go to college. You could just go one and done. If I was ever, a, if I was ever that nice, where they would say, "Hey, I'm on internet all the time. I'm on the TV all the time. This, that, and the third. Hey, Sean, um, you go, you 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 projected to go. If you go, if you declare for the draft, you're projected to go number ten. My ass is in a suit in New York, sitting at that fucking table. But it's it's the power of the media. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know about other races, man, but as a race of people, man, that media brainwashes the hell out of us, man. It does. Because a lot of us, a lot of us, especially our elderly, sit in front of that TV and watch the news all day. If you think about it here in North right. Carolina, where we're at right now, right. the news comes on, what, 5 o'clock, 6 o'clock, 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock. You got a lot of people that watch the news. Matter of fact, no. It comes on at 12 also. So you got a lot of people... Because my parents do it. They watch 12 o'clock news. You got the 5 o'clock news. You got the 6 o'clock news. Right. You got the 10 o'clock news. And you got the 11 o'clock news. news yeah. They might watch the news five times a day. <laughs> I watch that shit one time. One time is uh, pretty safe. Yeah. But if you're watching that shit, it comes on five times. You're watching three out of those five times. One time. Man, you brain you brainwash like hell, man. One time. Yep. I watch it for the for the, I watch it in the morning. No, I watch it two times a day. In the morning. Cause I want to know what the traffic is like, and who got shot in Durham overnight. I get it on my phone. <laughs> I don't. I don't want news on my phone. And it goes off too much. Yes, everybody's getting shot. That's why I don't want it on my phone. And then I watch it in the evening. I want to see what the weather is going to be like, and who got shot in Durham. <laughs> That's it. That's all. It hey, you ain't got the. You ain't got. You ain't got the weather. The weather app on your phone. I got the weather app. I keep the weather app on my phone. You just like seeing it on the screen. Yeah, I like seeing it. In the morning, I like when Elizabeth gone to give us the breakdown. Oh, so you like having your, your paper so you can sit there with your house shoes on? No, no, no. I don't do the paper. What's up, bub? I'm recording my podcast. I'll see you in a minute. He know that. Come, just come on. Just give me a hug. You want to give me a hug? Hold on. I'm sorry, guys. Y'all know I'm, on, I'm recording. Huh, just let him give me a hug. He can get over with. There we go. All right. I'll see you later, bubby. All right, say hi to Trey. Hey. Hey, what up? <laughs> All right, go ahead. Get out of here. Get out. Stop looking at that. Move. 
<laughs> Go, Bob. <laughs> it's what it is. Yo, I had Instagram up, right? And I was getting ready to um, play another topic. And of course, like Instagram, what Instagram does, it was a girl in um, leopard paint, pretty much naked. And he saw it and he was like, what are you, in my ear, what are you watching? Uh oh. <laughs> what are you watching? <laughs> like, I'm not watching that crazy. Cause they snitching. He they'll he tell their mama. Good. Yeah, they gonna tell their mama on me. They snitching I'm, I'm sure. <laughs> they snitches though. They'll they double me. agents though. He'll he'll tell you some shit if it's out of pocket too. Yup. Oh yeah. Hell oh yeah. Hell yeah. No, when they go to the grocery store, this is what I love. When they go to the grocery store and the dude try to hit on their mom, they will tell the dude to the face, I got a daddy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> I be laughing, yo. They would look like Sean said. Sean told me he told the dude, dude, would like said, "Hey, beautiful." Sean, before my mom, before Erica could say anything, Sean said, "I got a daddy." She got a and then he was like, "She got you a, a child." But when you a child, though, that is like the most disgusting thing in the world for somebody to talk to your mother. Yeah, you almost look at them like, "What is wrong with you?" That's my mother. <laughs> <laughs> fucking nasty ass. What are you talking about, mother? Yep. Yo, you, yo, no, no. Like you talking about mother for nasty motherfucker. Yeah. Yep. And they want to tell him quick. I'm gonna tell my daddy. No, you can't talk. That's to all. Me. That's all you know. Like, what's wrong with you? Yep. Dis oh, disrespectful. Disrespectful motherfucker. That's my daddy shit. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of daddies got their ass whipped behind that shit too. That's facts. That I'm gonna tell my daddy. Nigga, your daddy a bitch. <laughs> what? I would call my daddy. Your daddy be like, I don't want no smoke. <laughs> I want all the smoke. That's dope, though. Kids are dope, man. They all right, man. Shit. They all right. Man, you, gonna, you gonna stop disrespecting your family like that, man. Man, you know I love them motherfuckers to pieces. He dope, too. Nah, but she all right. We not, we not gonna make it a third podcast where you say Erica's dope. I said him. So <laughs> You only do that to fuck with me. Yeah. <laughs> That's over. Yo, I gotta change this ring light. Oh, I gotta find a cover for it, bro. This shit is shiny as hell on my forehead. This nigga, man. Hey, cut that shit off, bro. Nah, then I look grainy. Nope. You the ring, you the ring light guy. I got it, dog. Remember I told you my ring light broke? Yeah. Bro, that bitch started working again. <laughs> I ain't wanna yeah. buy another one. <laughs> but I dropped. It works bad though. That's the sad part about it. That shit is stuck on high. It's stuck on shit. high energy. <laughs> I, I dropped my shit. The whole thing came apart. I put it back together. Yeah, man. Yo, man. Um, I know you had something you wanted to touch on. Let's touch on it. You said you was good to touch. Oh, it was a couple things, but I'll say this though, because I don't know what the time is at. We've been talking for a while. It was a clip where, and I liked it. Uh -huh. Guy was getting married. No, uh -huh. couple was getting married. Not the guy was getting couple getting married. And of course, in modern day fashion, everybody had their cameras out. Right. The young man, the young man said, Hey, everybody, put your cameras away. Mm -hmm. I like that. Because as yeah. I think about it, is if this is my special day with my lady, I want everybody to enjoy the day. More than likely he was having a film, because I would have a film. Yeah, yeah. I would have a whole video of that joint, make me some nice clips, whatever, whatever. Yeah, yeah. You can get you'll see it off of that. I don't want everybody on their stories, all on their pages, showing my wedding before I show my wedding. This is my day. Right. 
Plus, you know what I'm you, saying? It's plus, my day to celebrate. Right. Plus, people, bro, we 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 don't get caught in the moment no more. We so quick to do this shit here. Yeah, yeah. So you miss out on the moment. So I don't blame him. It's like, yo, I'm getting married. I done paid for this beautiful scenery. My wife looking gorgeous and she about to come down and look gorgeous in her dress. I'm looking fly in my tux. I got my people here. Everybody looking good. Y'all looking good. Put your fucking phone up. One day without your phone ain't gonna hurt you. A couple of hours without it ain't gonna hurt you. Yeah, but even, even that, it's like, that's your moment. So right. I wanna share it with the world when I choose to share it. Right. Like you're showing exclusive live footage of my wedding. Mm-hmm. That's my shit. That's like if we working on a project, that's our baby. Yeah. You're taking your phone and you're showing live footage of what I'm doing. Right. That should be what I do. Right. When I choose to, that's mine. Right. Yeah. So I feel what he said, because Method Man and Red Man, I've seen concerts with them where they do it. Like, put your fucking phone down. Right. You know what I mean? We out I here rocking on stage and you standing there with this phone in my face. Right. But I think I think it's more of a living a moment thing versus a, yo, let me post my shit thing. It's the same thing. You can't live in the moment if you posted my shit. Right. <laughs> That's my moment. I want to present it the way I want to present it. Right. You don't even really know what's going on when you're filming that shit. Then when you, you're going home, you're playing it back like, oh, damn, I don't remember seeing that. Of course you remember seeing it because you ain't look at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's filming it? I'm guilty of it too when I go to a concert or something. I'll get the footage because I come home, I might re rewatch it or whatever, whatever. But it take you do lose some of the element of it. Yeah. And then now it's almost like first reaction. So when something goes on, you just start. Yeah. I'm a clip guy. I like I, I like to try to live in the moment as much as possible. I record a quick clip and then Oh yeah, you know I'm a clip. Me. I'm a clip too. In my concert, I'm on 30 seconds. That's all I'm getting. Yeah, that's I'm, it. Gonna, that's I'm gonna get I'm gonna get a reel and I'm dropping. Yep. No, but it. I last time I saw R. Kelly, I swear this dude recorded the whole concert. Mm. He had the iPhone. It might have been iPhone five at the time. He recorded the whole shit. His lady was next to him. He recorded the whole joint. How you enjoy that shit, son? How you enjoy the moment with your lady, bro? Look, we know R. Kelly got the stigma right now, but dog, if I'm with my lady and it seems like you ready. Nigga, I'm, saying, gr- yeah. I'm grinding on some yams, the whole song. Yo, R. Kelly did what he did, but anybody listening understands. An R. Kelly show was an event, bro. It's an event. I'm grinding on yams as that song is going, sir. Yo, she was all over him. He was standing there filming. Nah, nah, nah. Nope. Nah, he said, it's my lady. I'm, I'm gonna get that when I get home. I'm about to record this. Nah. I'm in her ear. <laughs> Shit, like we young again. Like, like we're trying to re- recreate the feeling. I'm in her ear. Saying all yeah, type saying all type of fraudulent shit. Like you ain't never heard none of this shit before. <laughs> Mad deviant shit in her ear. You already made it clear on this podcast, you a nasty boy. Yup, mad deviant shit. All in. Come on, you telling me you ain't? What nigga? I, I don't act like I don't know you. I, nigga, you ain't. Don't act like what? I don't know you. <laughs> what? <laughs> let's, let's what? Stop you gonna call me out? Don't act like I don't know you. <laughs> so you want you you want 
You woke up this morning and you chose violence. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You woke up late and chose violence. I got you. <laughs> I did wake up later than a motherfucker, but hey, I'm right though. Shit, your right, ass right. <laughs> right in her ear too. All type of devious shit. <laughs> well, I want, I want, I want, I want to take. I know we're about to end. I want, I want to take you somewhere. Dealing with accountability. I saw this quote. Right. I thought about you, and I was like, I'm gonna hold on to this. And uh, healing also means taking responsibility for the role you play in your own suffering. Facts. Reason why I'm saying that. I know you're gonna say facts. I'm saying that because. <clears throat> I'm not gonna say women, I'm not gonna say men. I'll say people mm -hmm. love to bring up this healing shit. This is another one of those keywords. Mm -hmm. And I'm saying keyword because when people hear certain words, they run with them. Yep. So healing is like a keyword. But within that process of speaking on healing, we hardly ever hear that matched with accountability. Yep. Because accountability is part of that healing. Healing isn't just you disappearing from certain people. It's also holding yourself accountable for those situations within your surroundings of those people. I agree. Just want to throw that out there, that's all. I agree. I agree a thousand percent. Because we got to do better. I don't care what it is you claim you're doing. Mm. Accountability needs to be it should part be of that. Has, it should be in the front, in the front of it. Yeah, it should be yeah, because you, something with you. Right. Something so, with you had something to do with it. I was late to the pod this morning. I know it was my fault. You know, I overslept. I hit that alarm and I said to myself, when I hit the alarm, Sean, I, you know, you talk to yourself, Sean, get up. Because if you don't get up, you're going to fall back to sleep and it's going to be seven o'clock. And I had myself set. I had myself set. I said, if I don't hit breakfast at seven o'clock, I'm going back to bed. Yep. <laughs> I waited, I waited till seven. I think you hit me 10 minutes before that or something. Yep, bro. And I I looked, bro. I jumped up out of bed. I said, God damn it, I knew I was gonna do this shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? But you know, accountability. Accountability is key. I think um more and more people um we gotta take we have to look in the mirror. You have to self, you have to do some self um policing. And accountability goes with that. Sometimes, bro, we as so many people blame others for issues that they created on their own. The problem is accountability hurts in the beginning. Of course. But when accountability becomes a part of your lifestyle, it doesn't even hurt anymore. I agree. Because once you get used to holding yourself accountable, it just becomes normal for you to say, you know, my mistake or whatever words you use. Right. Mm -hmm. It doesn't necessarily have to be a Dead ass, I'm sorry. But even in relationships, man, once accountability becomes the climate, <laughs> it's not as painful anymore. You just it's have not. that dialogue with each other. You know what I'm saying? I'm feeling, I'm feeling out of whack right now. I'm, I'm out of sync, right. but you know, maybe I haven't been doing this. Exactly. You know I mean, then then you both can get through it. You know what I'm saying? Or, you know, I've been out of sync or whatever. I've been feeling a little funny, but I didn't really, you know, let you know how I was feeling. But you know, something happened a couple of weeks ago. It stuck with me worse than I thought it would, then you get it out there, it's on the table. Right. Okay, I've noticed you've been out of whack a little bit, acting a little funny, but now I understand why I get it. Let's right. get back to doing what we do. Right, facts. Because a lot of times, you know, your lady might be out of whack, man, you see it. She yeah. doesn't know what yeah. it is, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. She's not really talking yet, and you're giving her a space because you don't want to crowd her. Then right. when she says to you what happened or what's going on, oh, I get it. You know yeah, I, mean? I get it, I get it, yeah, I figured but, it. Mm -hmm. You know, I didn't mean it that way. 
Mm-hmm. And then, then she'll say to you, well, I know you didn't mean it that way, but it stuck with me more than I thought it would. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm just bringing it to the table because I, I don't want to wear this anymore. Then you can say, all right, well, let's, let's move on. Let's cook like we cook. You know what I'm saying? You know? Yeah, that's true. No, you're right. It's not hard. We make it hard. We make this shit hard as fuck, bro. Because the longer you wait to speak on it, the harder it's going to be and the more painful it's going to be. Yep, I agree. So, you know, I agree. throw that out there. That was a good one. That was a good way to end the pod, bro. Good way to end the pod, man. Um, it's the Black Male Podcast. CS is who I am. Trade Dad is who I am. Hey, yo, we're gonna we're gonna have to start using this at the end, man. What's your, what's the tagline? We do what? We make the uncomfortable conversations comfortable. That's what we do. All make right, yourself man. at home. Make yourself at home. This Black Male Podcast, episode 40, what, eight? Ooh, you get good. <laughs> All right, y'all. Peace. <laughs> All right.